Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. We are back in studio today on this Thursday. Great to have you with us on A Penny for Your Thoughts. Really enjoyed our time yesterday out with the uh, folks there at Carl at the Fields. Appreciate everybody who came by with uh, their toys as we continue the Carl Salvation Army toy drive. We'll tell you more about that. We have some more action for you today over at the Urbana location on uh, Windsor, and we do appreciate your help to uh, benefit those around our community. But uh, we'll be talking about that during the course of the show today. A lot of people are thinking about volleyball today, and Dave Gentry talked with Dave Lone a little bit ago about all that's happening up there in Minneapolis. 8 o'clock, scheduled start time for Illinois and Nebraska in the national semifinals up in Minneapolis. Good to be back in studio. Hope your week's been a good one. It's been a busy week. Uh, You know, around Christmas is always busy anyway. But I was off on Monday had just an hour with you on Tuesday, and then, of course, we spent yesterday all day out at Carl at the Fields, had several guests. So uh, today we'll just have pretty much open line. I will have a guest at the end of the show from the uh, Champaign County Humane Society tell you about some things going on there. But other than that, it's pretty much wide open. We'll uh, just visit for some things you want to catch up on. There's a lot of topics, of course, everything in Washington, D.C., the Michael Cohen situation. Uh, Is it a, a campaign contribution violation? Is it not, depending on which articles you read, yes or no, <laughs> Is uh, depending on your perspective, I think, on uh, the seriousness of all of that. But obviously it is um, causing quite a stir in Washington, D.C. So all of that, we can certainly talk about that. I've got some Christmas information I can pass along to you, different polls that have been taken about Christmas. We'll have some Christmas bumpers. Uh, in and out of uh, breaks and so forth, at least coming back from breaks. If you have any you want to send, uh, you want to hear over the next couple of weeks, you know, it'll be 30, 35 seconds. Some of your favorite songs, you can send those in if you'd like to text them in, 3515357. We'll have our man Adam uh, go to work on that. And uh, some local news, University of Illinois, details on Levy, uh, some, some details on Levy Smith's uh, new extension on his contract. That certainly is a big sports story. I see Stephen Curry now says he does believe in the moon landing. (laughs) That took place over the last couple of days. And uh, whatever else we can get into. If there is a topic you want to bring up, you say, no, I'm not interested in Cohen. I don't care about this. I don't not, uh, you know, maybe I'm not a volleyball fan. I think we all should be Illini volleyball fans at this point. But if there's a topic you want to bring up, you can certainly do that. And we can uh, discuss it here today on an open line for most of the show here today, except at the very end of the show. Now, Scott Ritchie, I will have him on for a few minutes. We have a big section today in the uh, News Gazette, News Gazette Media, Illini Volleyball section. Make sure you check that out, all of the photos from our photojournalist Rick Danzel and uh, Scott Ritchie with a lot of uh, nuggets and details. So we'll just touch base with Scott for a few minutes today as well from the News Gazette uh, Media sports team up in Minneapolis a little after 10 today. 
But uh, glad you're with us. Wide open today, 3569397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. We'll take our opening break and get it started here on this Thursday as we're approaching Christmas. Not all that far away. Back after this. All right, back on Penny for your thoughts. 3569397 is how you can reach us on the phone lines. Those are open today and you can text us Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357 and you can email us talk at wdws.com. AOSF Ergo is one of our sponsors. They have two locations now. They're at 2718 North Prospect Avenue in Champaign near Walmart and Meyer and also now at 2043 South Neal. Where is that? Well, that's near Harvest Market, and it's where the old Bricks uh, Pizza place was, right there off of uh, Neal Street. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., seven days a week, 365 days a year. OSF Ergo, new modern urgent care service. What does Ergo mean? Well, it's derived from urgent care for people on the go. And that's the key, is they want to get you in, get to taking care of what you need to, and get you on your way. From start to finish, the average visit to OSF Ergo is under 30 minutes. Visits are generally covered by insurance. Patients can also pay privately. OSF Ergo can treat most common illnesses and minor injuries. They offer on-site lab and x-ray services. Maybe you need to get a physical for school or for work or whatever. Uh, they can do all that for you. Initial injury care and uh, drug testing as needed. They can do that there. The uh, provider will join the patient in the exam room to provide diagnosis and treatment. The care guide will assist the patient in scheduling any needed follow-up appointments or other Healthcare needs. So that is a courtesy of OSF Ergo. They're open seven days a week, 365 days a year. Two locations, 2718 North Prospect in Champaign and near Walmart and Meyer, 2043 South Neal. So they got both ends of town covered there, north and south. And you can call them at 337 3852, area code 217. So what do you make of all the Michael Cohen news? Just reading different headlines. Sudden shift in Get Trump talk. Now it's campaign finance, not Russia. That was one headline. Another headline says Cohen guilty plea does absolutely nothing to show wrongdoing by Trump. Another says uh, Mueller collusion hoax collapses. And then if you go to the other side of the aisle, I've got some other headlines, too, that you can uh, read that are from different articles, different commentary. You can pretty much go anywhere you like and uh, read all kinds of uh, commentary on this. But uh, Michael Cohen and his connection to the president, campaign finance law violation, is it, is it not, or is it all just politics? And uh, there's an interesting article Byron York had today. He wrote about all this. Um, he said one significant problem could be that the campaign finance charge against the president is a pretty iffy case. Back in 2010, the Justice Department accused 2008 presidential candidate John Edwards of a similar scheme, an alleged campaign finance violation based on a payoff to a woman with whom Edwards had had an affair and a child. The, uh, Edwards said he arranged the payment to save his reputation and hide the affair from his wife. The Justice Department said it was to influence the outcome of, of a presidential election. The New York Times called the Edwards indictment a case that had no precedent. 
noting that campaign finance law is ever-changing, the paper said. The Edwards case came down to one question. Were the donations for the sole purpose of influencing the campaign or merely one purpose? The Justice Department failed miserably at trial. Edwards was acquitted on one count. The jury deadlocked in Edwards' favor on the others, and prosecutors opted not to try again. And he goes on to say the political reality is it really doesn't matter if it's a weak case. doesn't matter if Trump himself has not been indicted or even that a sitting president cannot be indicted because now Democrats will say the Justice Department has implicated the president in two felonies, two felonies, two felonies. Politically, that's as good as an indictment of Trump, perhaps even better, since it does not give the president a forum to make a proper legal defense. And uh, he goes on to say the last few days have been a big pivot in the campaign against Donald Trump. For two-plus years, it was Russia. But despite various revelations in the Russia probe, the case for collusion remains sketchy as ever. Now, though, he says, prosecutors in the Southern District of New York have given the Democrats a new weapon against the president. Look for them to use it. So that's uh, in the Washington Examiner today, if you want to uh, check that out. Anyway, that's been the headline, the lead story in all the newscasts. If you turn on TV, it's hard to to get away from it. Here locally, of course, all of our focus has been on Illini Volleyball. They play tonight at 8. We'll have the match, uh, pre-match coverage at 7.30. We'll have all of that both here on WDWS and our sister station, Light Rock 97.5. So be listening for all of that. All right, uh, we're at 917 and uh, 33 degrees here in downtown Champaign, all decked out for the holidays. And I hope you'll come by maybe tomorrow if you get a chance. You can uh, make donations, Carl Salvation Army Toy Drive. You can do it here downtown. If you haven't seen our studios yet, you can certainly uh, do that, say hello, and look around our lobby and our facilities here and make a donation. We'll certainly appreciate that. All right, to the phones we go to Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, sir. Good. Um, about this uh, Colin plea deal, I've been reading articles from, like, everything from Forbes to Business Insider magazines and stuff, and they're all saying the same thing. Cohen pled guilty to something that's not a crime. So yep. the, the whole thing that he, he pleaded guilty on was not illegal. Nothing. It, it, he did, never committed a crime, and yet he pleaded guilty to something he did nothing wrong on. Yeah, I've been reading, trying to get through the details of all of that, and what they say and happens in these cases is when a defendant is basically, you know, in a, in a situation where he's trying to make a deal with a prosecutor, um, you do you admit to all kinds of things because you want your sentence to be lighter. Right, exactly right, and you know the thing is, with John Edwards, he used actual campaign money to pay off his mistress. If Trump actually agreed to do this and Cohen did it under Trump's direction, or if Cohen just did it without telling Trump, it was out of Trump's own personal finances. And if you go campaign money or anything. And what I've read is people say if you say that is a crime, then getting a haircut or getting uh, better photos of yourself trying to influence the election would also be a crime. If you yeah. if you if you make the comparison. Right, and not only that. The whole purpose of anything anybody does would be to influence an election anyway so you can win. That, that's normal. Why is not breaking the law? I mean, at that point, what they're saying, if, if you even take out an ad, well, that's to influence an election, therefore that's wrong. You know, the whole thing, the, the only thing really criminal going on here, it was the prosecution of Cohen for this and the false investigation into the Trump-Russia collusion thing, which there is none. 
And even if he did, it's not illegal. Even if he did, and I believe he didn't do it. But um, it's just horrible. I mean, at this point, you cannot trust the FBI. You cannot trust the DLJ. You cannot trust the, C- the NSA or CIA or any of these people. And which is a shame because I'm sure the boots on the ground for these organizations are really good people, but their leadership is, is totally corrupt. What's going to be interesting to see is if they do press ahead with impeachment in the House, which uh, most people expect they will, but even some of the uh, leadership on that side, on the Democratic side, is saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't necessarily just start right away with this. But it, but it really, I mean, they can go through, it's like back in the 98 or 97 with Clinton. I thought at the time, I thought the Republicans are making a big mistake here because you can go through this whole process of impeachment but it's not going to matter. They're not going to convict him no. in the Senate. So no. it's so it's a political exercise is all it is. It's a, it's a smear hit. Well, and not only that, the, the thing is, if, that, if this is truly wrong, then most of those senators and representatives in Congress and in, in the Senate need to go to jail because the, the House Ethics Committee, the House Ethics Committee actually approved for them to have a slush fund to pay off all the women that accused them of sexual harassment with our tax dollars. Now, that's a fact. That's going on. And uh, one slight little tangent that's related to this, Michael Flynn, where Mueller claimed he lied, was during the questioning that was done by the FBI. I think Andrew McCabe was involved. McCabe told Flynn when they were going to meet so they could ask him some questions about the phone calls with the Russians, which is perfectly legal for Flynn to do. He was in transition. He had every right to do that. They told Flynn to not bring a lawyer because that would just make it last longer. They just needed to ask him a few questions. So Flynn did not have a lawyer present. Well, I think I think the path where we've got to be real careful that we, you know, that I think we're slipping down on if we're not careful is when you start criminalizing political differences. Then and that's the, what and, the Democrats and, and, are famous and that, for. That's a that's a dangerous slope to get on, I think. I mean, I you can everybody can has their opinion, and we can all agree to disagree or whatever. But uh, when you start criminalizing it because you don't agree with it, then you then you start getting down a dangerous slope, I think. I agree. Well, well, thank you very much, okay. Brian. Hey, appreciate the call, Brian. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. If you go and read in third world countries or underdeveloped countries, uh, what usually happens is if you can cr- if you can pin a crime on your opponent, then you jail them. Or you send them out of the country, or you send them into exile. I mean, that's how <clears throat> countries like that. If you just just look through, I mean, the history books are just littered with it. That's what you do. You get rid of your opponent. You criminalize what he's doing. You don't let him just run around and say whatever he wants. And that's just I just think a very dangerous path to get on. So three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, apparently they've cut a deal in Washington. Uh, Democrats vowing to oppose Pelosi's strike deal to uh, back her for speaker. Some of the other headlines, Pelosi is the heroine, the resistance to Trump needs. Uh, Schumer, Pelosi, and the party of no border security. These are just headlines that are out there. Uh, Trump will not win a showdown over the border wall. Did uh, Trump just move closer to unindicted co-conspirator? So those uh, some of the headlines today that are out there, out and about. Got a text in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Can you please tell me who performed the version of the 
song Sleigh Ride you played as a uh, bumper. Thank you. Well, it was uh, the Boston Pops is who that was. 924 here at DWS is how you can join us uh, on the phone lines, 356-9397, text line 3515357. If there's a particular uh, bumper song, Christmas song, it'll only go 30, 35 seconds or maybe 40 seconds. But if you want to hear one, we can, uh, we'll have Adam take notes and maybe get some on here over the next couple of weeks as we head for Christmas time. Open line time today, just visiting with you. I feel like I haven't had a chance to visit with you one-on-one for a little while. I've been off or uh, out and about doing remotes and different things. So if there's a topic, if you look at all this stuff and you say, I don't care about D.C., I want to talk about something else, that's fine. I'm just bringing uh, to the table the, um, was the infamous stack of stuff they put together every morning. And if we uh, go down that path, we can. If you don't want to, that's fine, too. We'll do this up until 11 o'clock. Scott Ritchie will join us in hour number two for a few minutes from Minneapolis. Hope you checked out all the pictures and stories in the News Gazette today and News Gazette online with our uh, coverage of the volleyball team. Oop, back to the phones here. Let's go to uh, Bob. Bob, how are you? I'm doing fine. Yeah, I want to talk about this continuous problems at the Urbana High School. Since I worked in a band school district, I was custodian for 18 years and four months. And I was at the high school for about 14 years till I started getting into grade schools. And we would have some really serious food fights. And the parents didn't like it, but not. But the kids were either suspended when they got into fights and start throwing food. They were they had to help clean up the mess. And I think the students are fighting in the cafeteria now. I know this because I get this from my granddaughter at school. In school, she's a sophomore, and she can't hardly walk down the hallway when a fight starts again and get to her classroom. My suggestion is that if they're going to fight in the cafeteria, take those that are fighting, put them in a the separate room. Don't even allow them to be around the other kids. Let them eat their lunch there. And given a book to read and no talking, if they continue talking, keep them in that room or whatever room they need to put them in and fail them, give them an F for that day. That's the first start. The second time they start, they call their parents. And some of these parents are going to have to leave their job to come get them. But I'm sorry to say, sometimes I think the kids are smarter than what their parents are because it seems like the parents can't control their kids. And, you know, I wish I was at the board meeting last night because I would have brought some of this stuff up. There, there's only one way you're going to solve the problem in the Bad School District, and that's tough love, crack down on it, and start out, you know, suspend these kids to the point where they're not allowed to come back in the Bad School District. The parents just have to move or work someplace else, you know. That they, they, oh, they don't want to do that. Well, too bad. Uh, have the parents take them out here at the Youth Correctional Center. Have, get one of those people to take their billfold and everything away from them and, and put them behind one of those heavy iron doors and say, this is what's going to happen to you. Another thing they can do is, I got this from Dr. Phil, and I thought, Dr. Phil, I don't believe in watching Dr. Phil, but I just had him catch it one day. And what he said was, put that child, I don't care if he's high school or what he is, put him in his room, 
strip that room of all electronics, his phone and everything, uh, and even tear down the posters and give him a book, say, here, read this, and punish them for at least two whole weeks. They need to get tough. Parents need to get tough with these kids. Hmm. Some kids say, well, I'll crawl out the window. Well, they crawl out the window, call the police, have them picked out, take her out there to the youth at the front. I know that's terrible to say, but this is what's going to have to happen. Well, and, I, and I've seen and heard things over the year, in recent years, you know, that I, when um, I've heard parents talking to their, or kids talking to their parents or whatever. I mean, if I said anything like that to my dad, I'd be in big trouble. Oh, yeah, my dad was Air Force for 21 years old, so you figure out what kind of trouble I got. In. Yeah, I mean, that's and not that I was a troublemaker, I don't think, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things I wouldn't even think about some of the, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I don't know what the answer is over in Urbana. I know Preston Williams now is the interim superintendent, so we'll see what he uh, does or what changes they try to make or what they look at, but, uh, they, you know, they have to do something because you can't go day-to-day with some of the issues they faced and have a normal school well, day. Just like I was 18 years on the school bus, and if I said something wrong, which seemed to be so terrible, but, you know, I also try to be nice. I spent uh, 17 years and six months in Toronto as a custodian. So I spent mm-hmm. 18 years in Urbana, 17 years in Toronto, and 18 years on the school bus. Well, you've, you, you, you've lived life then. You've seen everything. Yes, I have. <laughs> hey, Bob, thanks yeah, for the you- call. So, you know, I just so impressed that, oh, this is what they're going to have to do, separate these kids, make them sit with each other, keep their mouths shut, and let them just stare at each other and just keep telling them, say, well, this is what happens when you don't listen and you don't quit fighting. All right. Hey, thank you, Bob. Yeah. Appreciate and, it. Appreciate your thoughts. Uh, Jim, how are you, sir? And I'm sorry I accidentally hit the wrong button on you, so you're back. Yeah, that's okay. How are you this morning, <laughs> Good. Brian? Good. Um, I'm running a little bit behind this year. I, I, I have a group together that I started back in 2011 that's called the Christmas Carolers Choir. And um, I can tell you, I'm sure you know, uh, Christmas is not necessarily a joyous and happy time for everyone. That's true. Um, and there are, you can talk to just about anyone in any family and, and find stories. Mine particularly was that my, uh, my mother was murdered by her, uh, by her husband. Uh, this was local in Urbana back in 1996. Um, uh, she was brutally murdered by her husband. Uh, wow. Um, I'm sorry. I'm breaking up. No, that's okay. I, <laughs> Uh, I can understand that. So anyway, um, the holiday season for me uh, was quite depressing for quite some time. And uh, after being sober for a few years, finally, uh, in 2011, I decided to do something instead of just sitting around and, and thinking about my my sweet mother and do something in her honor. So I went on Facebook. And I just kind of put together a little page with the Peanuts uh, characters singing on it and a picture of a kind of an abandoned trailer with, with Christmas lights on it, kind of a little Christmassy page, and call it the Christmas Carolers Choir. 
Originally, it was the Champaign County Christmas Carolers Choir, but that's just too much. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, at any rate, um, I've had some wonderful experiences with it, and, and uh, we go around to the uh, assisted living facilities uh, throughout Champaign-Urbana. Um, we don't get to hit all of them, but pretty close each year. Uh, this year we started December 5th, and we'll be going through December 24th. The reason I'm calling you is to uh, make people aware of this. Once again, on Facebook, we have a page, the Christmas Carolers Choir, and there is an itinerary on that page that lets you know uh, where we're performing each evening, and they're interactive performances, meaning I bring lyric sheets for everyone that comes out, so if you want to come out and, and help us entertain some people who, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks in our community that, that can't get out and enjoy the magic and the, the spirit of the holiday, the Christmas season, and uh, so we bring that to them. Um, and it's just, it's a great time. Uh, you can find out all this information again on the Facebook page for uh, Christmas Carolers Choir. Okay. And this evening... We will be at Meadowbrook, uh, Clark Lindsay Village, and each evening we start at 6.30 p.m. We ask people to please show up 10 or 15 minutes in advance so they can find us and, uh, and oh, wow. you know, we get settled in. Yeah. So do you, is your schedule all fixed, or are you looking for more appearances? I mean, do you want people to call you if they want to have you come? or? Well, this year we're probably pretty well fixed. Okay. Um, and the fact is, like I said, there, there, believe it or not, even when we start in the first week of December, we still don't, we still don't uh, manage to hit every facility that's just in Champaign-Urbana, as a matter of fact. And we also go to uh, uh, Eagles View in Rantoul, which is on the old Chanute Air Force Base. Okay. Wow. Well, that's a wonderful thing to do, and that's, I'm sure that's a blessing to a lot of people. Well, it's it's um, it's an all-inclusive group. We've got, had all sorts of folks who show up. Everybody, you know, is invited and welcome to come out and sing with us. Um, and we've actually, you know, experienced some miracles that we've got to, mm. you know, we've we've gotten to see and share uh, with mm. people, and it's been really neat. Wow, that's awesome! So you said Meadowbrook at uh, Clark Lindsay. You said tonight. Tonight we're at Meadowbrook Clark Lindsay. Tomorrow night we're at the Windsor of Savoy. And then next week, Rantoul, CU Nursing Rehabilitation Tuesday, Carriage Crossing Wednesday, Reflections Memory Care Thursday, Helia Healthcare Friday. And I, I wanted to mention also this. We end each season at the Swan Special Care Center yep. over in Champaign. I know what that is, yes. You do. Oh, yeah. And I don't have to explain to you that there's usually not a dry eye in the house there by the time we I leave. I bet. Yeah, those are some kids um, with uh, who are sometimes all alone. Um, that if Their families cannot take care of them. And uh, they're very, very disabled. And, uh, boy, it's uh, there's some great work going on there every day. Absolutely. And what we do is uh, we go there and we not only carol, but we bring um, a stuffed animal for every uh, child, they're not just kids. They're also, you know, they're, they're oh, yeah. also mm. adult age, but very low functioning. Sure. Um, but we bring uh, we. This was started by uh, a couple in our group a few years back, and we bring uh, toys mm. to the uh, 
to the performance. And, and this year we have $1,000 to spend on those toys thanks to the generosity of uh, Grandmaster Thirsch and the kids at uh, White Tiger Taekwondo. Hmm. Well, Jim, thank you for passing all that along. I appreciate Certainly. it. Thank you so much you're, for letting me share. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, we're a little late for the news. Sorry about that, Michael, but wanted uh, him to uh, finish his thoughts. So here's Michael with the news and then back with more. Penny, for your thoughts, some emails have come in. What's this about a Bible I see? Wow, I'll have to read that. Back in a moment. All right, Taylor Swift, last Christmas. We play that because today is her birthday. She's 29. That's all, 29. Taylor Swift with a birthday today. 3569397. Dick Van Dyke is also in there with 93. Jamie Foxx is 51. Christopher Plummer is 89. All of those birthdays today. Now, my producer, Adam, says he likes the Wham! version better, right? Adam, is that right? That's kind of the original. All right. So anyway, that's a little music interlude there. Three five six nine three nine seven. Or I'm pinning for your thoughts. What's on your mind today? Got a uh, texter here. Or I guess this is a uh, text. It says news article says Ivanka and Jared, talking about the Kushners, Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner should have divested themselves from businesses before becoming presidential advisors. They can't pass any legislation. Compare that to congressional members who have a history of making themselves rich while in office. It's just recently they were being, uh, that they were ever held to insider trade laws, inside trader laws. Many have made fortunes in real estate from inside information. Harry Reid is a great example of that. Haven't heard Harry Reid mentioned in a while. That's from uh, Bill this morning. And I got a question here. It says, good morning, Brian. This is a question I've had for a long time concerning the News Gazette Friday edition. Why is it that folks like myself who received home delivery where the TV section is not included. Even when purchasing from different stores and gas stations, for instance, in a lot of cases i found that it's not there either, and friends have said the same thing. But stop at either locations, and it's in them. At other locations, I'm sorry. Monday through Saturday went up to 150, and so how come the TV section is not in every copy of the Friday edition instead of hit or miss? I can stop at three gas stations, for example. And only one will have the TV section. What is up with that? That is from Gene in an email. So, Gene, I may have an answer for you. Bob Sacconi's here. Yes, Good morning. Sir. Uh, so, um, as far as not being able to get a TV week in the Friday paper at a single copy outlet, uh, please give us a call, uh, 351-5252, and please report that. Um, our dealers count on Fridays having a TV week inside of them. And if for some reason, uh, when our delivery people are making their deliveries, um, those are pre-stuffed from our printer in Peoria. Um, we do not touch them. Once they get here to Champaign, then we distribute them. 
as far as why home delivery subscribers do not have them in their newspapers, the TV Week is considered a separate publication, and it has a price attached to it. So if you would like to purchase the TV Week, that is $24 per year. It's a part of your subscription, and then the carrier gets only so many copies for those people that pay for it. They insert those into those people that pay for it, and that's how you can get the TV Week as a home delivery subscriber. But I am very much interested in when you say that one of our dealers has not received that. And, and again, if you could please give us a call at our main office. Again, that's 217-351-5252. I uh, certainly want to know about that so I can look into it and get it fixed. Okay. And as for Bob. All right. Absolutely. Okay. Very good. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Brian. All right. Appreciate it. There you go. I figured it'd be better to have somebody who handles all that answer than me take a stab at it. So appreciate it. Appreciate that email, Gene. 946 here at uh, DWS. You can call us, 356-9397. You can email us, talk at WDWS.com like Gene did, or you can text us, 351-5357. Okay, so somebody sent me an article here. It says... A 1,500-year-old Bible claims Jesus was not crucified. And let's see here. What does it say? Bible that is 1,500 years old contains the Gospel of Barnabas. is said to show that the story of Jesus being crucified on the cross is a lie. It also said that he was not the Son of God but was a prophet. Uh, that's, that's an oldie but a goodie there. Apostle Paul is referred to be as an imposter. He claims that Judas was the one who was crucified and that Jesus went to heaven alive rather than rising from the dead. Uh, da, da, da. It's written in Aramaic, which is said to be the language of Jesus. It's been rumored that the Catholic Church is responsible for the cover-up. It's said, according to sources on the net, that they had hold of all the Gospels, including the one of Barnabas at the time of the Council of Nicaea. They then decided which ones to put into the Bible that we know today and omitted this one of Barnabas because they did not like the story that it told. The Vatican has weighed in. The book is said to worry the Vatican. They've requested they have access to the book. Anyway, you can Google that if you'd like. Let's see here. Let me get rid of this. Put it down here. Okay, here we go. All right, uh, I think that's it. Da, 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 da. I think I covered it. All right. Somebody emailed that in. Uh, talk at WDWS.com. Make of that what you will. All right, 356 uh, 9397. Uh, Bob Sacconi, by the way, is the uh, circulation manager here. Texter says, I like the Wham Christmas version too. I like the beat and the lyrics. Email comes in at talk at WDWS.com. Just reading them here as they come in. Uh, it would be great for the country if our elected officials focused on trying to make the country better now and even better in the future. This constant gotcha politics does not do service to any of us. Wish they would focus on matters such as immigration, decaying infrastructure, inefficient and costly government, entitlement reform, improving health care, caring for veterans. The list would be long, but the energy, time, and expense that is used up in the constant fight for political supremacy was devoted to the needs of the country. It would be the best thing those we elected to service could do. We need patriots committed to the country, not politicians committed to their own agendas. So that is uh, an email that just came in. 
And uh, also, hey, Brian, this is Jim again from the Christmas Carolers Choir. Forgot to tell you that um, they might recognize me as I've sung the national anthem at three of U of I volleyball matches, including the Sweet 16 and before the men's basketball game against Mississippi Valley State. And we got a bumper request. Adam, you're going to take note of these, right? A duet by Kenny Rogers. And a lady whose name I can't remember is one of my favorites. It's Mary Did You Know. Oh, that's a great one. All right, we'll see if we can work some of these in over the next couple of weeks. And again, they'll be 35, 40 seconds. You're not going to hear the whole song. Uh, 9.49 here at uh, DWS. Texter on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line says, I think all the people who say we should have open borders should watch the news discovery show Border Live. It started last night. Really shows how busy the Border Patrol is with stopping drugs and people from flooding into the U.S. That is a text from Tim. All right, 950 here at DWS. Back to the phone to uh, Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hello. Fine. Good. Uh, can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I just wanted to talk about Chevrolet giving up on the Chevrolet Volt. Mm-hmm. And uh, to let you know, last week I filled my little Volt with gas, and it had been so long that I forgot that there's a release button inside the door that I have to punch. <laughs> And then when I went around to the cover, I forgot which side of it you push in to let it pop open. And then when I filled it, um, and that's because I filled it the last time in spring sometime. I don't can't tell you when. And uh, I put my whole 5.2 gallons of gas in it, and I'm ready to go again. Wow. So you went several months without gassing up. So while uh, you guys <laughs> were buying 250, 260 a gallon gas, I just waved bye-bye and uh it's not for the six foot six guy and it's not for long traveling but it's the second car for the family the soccer mom that goes back and forth and back and forth it's a perfect car i really like it wow and uh, so i'm going to kind of push it you guys if you can get one get it wow for your second car (laughs) so so you were disappointed when they talked about not doing it anymore Yeah, yeah yeah hmm yeah. So and, so, how uh, often do you have to charge it frequently? I mean, do you plug it in somewhere? Yeah, or? if I'm if I'm out, I got to charge it again. And uh, but then you worry about electric bill. But I have solar panels, so I don't have to worry about that either. My October bill was thirty five dollars for gas for uh, I mean for power for our house, garage, and three outbuildings. Now that was a good month. This November and December aren't going to be very good. <laughs> but yeah. I love my little car. Yeah. So, do you? Are there places around town to charge it? I mean, uh, not that I'm. I mean, there's a Tesla thing at, mm-hmm. at Myers, but I haven't tried it, and mm-hmm. I could charge it at at the Sullivan place. But who wants to go sit there? Now, I like the gas idea so that you can, if you need to, if you if you've used up your battery and you're not, you not, oh yeah, I've got to go get. You've got gas in the car, so it charges the little batteries and mm-hmm. and helps you go. It's a good backup. Yeah, cause I my, don't like the, the uh, idea of the Tesla or the Bolt. Okay, because my wife has a hybrid, you know, that, I mean, you know, yeah. it shuts on and off, which gets pretty good gas mileage. Yeah, but, but she can't go from May to uh, November, I think. No, it was December that I filled it up <laughs> last week. Nope, you got her there. <laughs> uh-huh, I did. Yeah. So this is the quote um, um, uh, children's. The author that I love reading for my grandson, we were in stitches with him. He always finishes a chapter with Nana Nana Boo Boo. So 
So that's how I'm finishing my call. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you, Karen. Uh-huh. Have a great uh-huh. Christmas, okay? Talk to you soon. Yeah. Appreciate it. Three five six nine three nine seven. There you go. A volt. She hasn't gassed up for months. That's impressive. All right, uh, let's take a break. Back with more open line today. We're just kind of kicking different things around. If you have something you want to uh, add to the discussion, like that, that's a great open line call. I did not plan to talk about the Chevy Volt today, and there you go. That's what I love about open line. All right, Scott Ritchie will pop in here for a few minutes. Top of the next hour. Just give us a quick, uh, hey, you're looking live in Minneapolis. What's going on up there with the volleyball tonight? Back after this on Penny. Okay. <laughs> Adam and his magic, he's uh, mixing. The two versions of last Christmas. All right, uh, three five six nine three nine seven. You can join us here on Penny for your thoughts. Uh, News Talk fourteen hundred DWS. Open line time today. Hey, we need your help today or tomorrow with the Carl Salvation Army toy drive. We were out at Carl at the fields yesterday. Appreciate each and every one of you that uh, pitched in yesterday. And uh, you can stop drop off toys or monetary donations. Uh, Salvation Army and Carl. All the money stays here uh, anytime through tomorrow at any Carl location. Doesn't have to be any specific one in Champaign or Banner. You can come by our studios, 15 Main, downtown Champaign. Uh, today, this afternoon, Scott Beatty, Allie Adams at Bond. If you want to see Mr. Bond, he'll be out at the uh, Carl Clinic on Windsor and Urbana. You can easily drop off toys or monetary donations there. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for you between 4 and 6 p.m. Or tomorrow morning, if you want to wait till then, you can stop by and check out our studios. Here at the News Gazette building in downtown Champaign, anytime after 7 a.m., drop off toys, checks, or uh, cash. People use cash, right, still? Santa will be here. Uh, if you can't stop by, you can make an online donation, carl.org, or in the WDWS Facebook page. So make sure you uh, check that out and uh, take advantage of the opportunity there. Hope you'll check out the Beef House in Covington, Indiana, just off I-74, exit 4, Exit four, a great steak, we always say, and a great other stuff, too. I mean, there's all kinds of things there. Uh, but the steaks, extra large filet mignon, New York strip, chopped sirloin with grilled onions. Not my favorite. You may like the onions on there. That's fine. Maybe you like pork. You can get one or two pork chops. Uh, barbecued boneless chicken breast, I've had that. Three-piece pan-fried chicken dinner. Uh, they tell me, people that have had it, and I think I've had it once or twice, but it's very much like your mom or grandma used to make. You'll like that. Seafood, if you like that. Uh, grilled halibut, shrimp, sea scallops, king crab legs. All of the sides are terrific. Baked Idaho potato, lots of butter. That's mine. Take advantage of all the great menu items. If you have kids, don't worry about it. They have a children's menu, so you don't have to eat grown-up food. They can, they can have a kid's menu. It's all good. Beef House, Covington, Indiana, exit 4, off I-74, just nestled inside the Indiana state line. All right, uh, 9.59, the news coming up next from CBS. More open line time here in the second hour. Scott Ritchie will uh, join us for a few minutes from Minneapolis for a looking live. But the news is next. WDWS Champaign-Urbana at the Tone, 10 o'clock Central Time. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk 
at WDWS.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. All right, hour number two. Penny, for your thoughts on a Thursday, mostly some open line time here today. We'll have mostly open line time tomorrow. We kind of catch up, visit with you on all of the topics of the day. Of course, a big topic in D.C. has to do with Michael Cohen and the president and campaign finance and all of that. That's the hot topic, the border wall, partial government shutdown. Those are all uh, evergreen, constant headlines. And then there's uh, local topics, and then there's just other topics. And we've had several in that first hour, ranging from uh, newspaper to Chevy Volts to everything in between. Another uh, newspaper question here. It says, why is my newspaper always wet even though it's in a plastic bag when it rains or snows since they deliver the paper at the end of the driveway? We just have to throw the paper away on those occasions. Maybe a better quality bag would help. Am I the only one experiencing that problem? I talked to Bob Ciccone, who's our circulation manager during the news. He said they are in the process of transitioning to thicker uh, bags, better quality bag to keep them from getting wet. So they're in the process of transitioning to that. So hopefully that'll help you as we go along here with the uh, wet weather this winter all right also of course illinois volleyball tonight you can hear all the coverage here on dws and our sister station light rock 97.5 eight o'clock illinois and nebraska byu and stanford in the first semifinal. so you can catch all of that uh, tonight of course on the radio with our own dave lone he was on earlier today with uh, dave gentry and also coming up towards the end of the hour mary teeth Tiefenbrunn is going to join us, Executive Director of the Champaign County Humane Society, near the end of the show here today. Talk about what's going on there. But in the meantime, just open line conversation. Although uh, I do have Scott Ritchie on the line. Now, Scott, you know Brent Musburger, right? I'm not sure we've ever met, but I I do know who Brent is. (laughs) He always said, you're looking live. So I just wanted to get a you're looking live in Minneapolis. So how are you doing? Good. Although, um, you know, with Illinois not playing until 8 o'clock tonight, there's just uh, kind of a lot of time to kill on a Thursday morning <laughs> in, the, in the Twin Cities up here. Yeah. So what's been your experience so far? Even, I mean, you covered, what, press conference yesterday and a lot of different things. Any uh, anecdotal stories you want to share with us on that? Yeah, well, I mean, Illinois had, you know, their press conference and an open practice yesterday uh, before and a lot of photo and video shoots for the ESPN broadcast, but uh, I just come came away from that. You know, it's a a loose team, really. Even you know, with maybe all the supposed pressure of the the Final Four and you know the continued win or go home, you know, nature of of the NCAA tournament, but they just were really loose. And I guess I shouldn't maybe be surprised you know, by that. I mean, this team, I'm not sure anything really phases them. But you know, Chris Thomas was joking during his press conference and. A lot about you know, Nebraska because obviously he knows that team really well, and you know he coached um, their seniors uh, in their first two trips to the Final Four, and including the, the national title in in 2015. Um, but uh, he was just joking about you know obviously much respect for for John Cook, Nebraska's coach, but uh, yeah, he's here to beat him. Uh, I guess you know later today. So mm-hmm. uh, it's just they're enjoying their time. And the Final Four, for sure. Well, I know over the years we've had a chance here in town to cover, you know, bowl games, and it's been a little while now, and it's been a while since the NCAA tournament for the 
for the men or women's basketball. We're trying to get that corrected. But um, these these uh, tournaments, NCAA events, bowl games are just a lot of fun to cover, aren't they? I mean, it, it's, there's a magnitude to it that is pretty memorable, I think. Yeah, I mean, this is my first ever Final Four for anything, um, coverage-wise. And it just you know, it struck me as I was watching some of the other open practices and just, you know, press conferences and, you know, looking at the teams and just, like, this, this is the elite of volleyball in the country. And, you know, there are nine first-team All-Americans between the four teams, and including two Illini mm-hmm. and Jordan Poulter and Jacqueline Quaid. And just watching them, it's like, it, they're truly amazing athletes mm-hmm. in all of them. So how's the target center look? Good. Um, set up for the media is a little awkward. Uh, just that things are pretty spaced apart, so it makes uh, working on deadline a little tricky. But uh, got the the floor down on Monday, I guess. They put in the sport court and covered up the the Timberwolves home floor. But mm-hmm. um, it it looks sharp, and yeah. I mean, there's just. You can tell it's a an NCAA championship event. I mean, certainly because everything is branded that way, but uh, it's it looks good. Are they uh, expecting? I'm assuming they're expecting a big crowd, right, tonight? Yeah, there was actually a story in the Minneapolis Star Tribune uh, this morning uh, about that. And Saturday for sure is completely sold out, and apparently there are mm-hmm. some standing room only. Tickets available still for uh, today's semifinals, but it, for volleyball, the Target Center sits just over eighteen thousand, and I, the expectation is that, that it's going to at least in terms of tickets sold, it could be could be full. Well, the section in the I'm uh, talking to Scott Ritchie for a few minutes with News Gazette Media, of course, our sports uh, coverage here, all of that uh, going on. So uh, this, the section looks great, by the way. I imagine you've probably seen it or looked at it online. The you you had a big yeah, hand in that, so <laughs> I appreciate that. I sort of uh, as I was finishing up the different stories for it, uh, I was kind of following along in the the production of that. So yeah, it turned out really really well, and obviously, you know, Rick Danzel had lots of really good photos for it too. So uh, what do you you got a chat coming up in a little bit? Yeah, I'm chatting at uh, twelve thirty. And uh, just I was actually l- just logged on to that to see what was waiting for me, and I got a lot of questions and you know, a lot of volleyball you know, related you know, questions as well. So it should be a mm-hmm. good chat this afternoon. All right. Well, um, everybody I think feels good about Illinois' chances. I mean, the teams they've beaten this year, the only team they didn't beat was Minnesota, and they're gone. So, I mean, um, you know, it's so far this year. Now, of course, they haven't played Stanford yet or played BYU, but um, I think everybody's feeling pretty confident. Yeah, and I guess when you've won 17 in a row, that you got some momentum certainly going there. And, and I expect a uh, just a slugfest, though, mm-hmm. tonight against Nebraska because the Cornhuskers have won 12 in a row right now. And, you know, the last team to beat them was Illinois back on October 27th. So uh, both, uh, both teams have a win against each other. Both went four sets, and... I would expect probably at least that again tonight. All right. Well, Scott, we'll let you uh, get back and get ready for your chat. And I guess you'll be, uh, what, live at the arena a little later today, right? Yeah, I'll be on the, the pregame show with Dave Lone, and I'll have a live report on com, and then obviously lots and lots of coverage after the match. All right. Hey, Scott, thank you. Appreciate it.
Yep, thanks, yep. Brian. Scott Ritchie, News Gazette Media, on the scene live. You're looking live in Minneapolis. Target Center tonight, all of our coverage at 730. Of course, he'll be there uh, throughout the evening uh, getting ready. The live segments that you see online and so forth, uh, as the coverage will be here tonight. And we'll have it on the radio with Dave Lone. Uh, both on our uh, sister station, Light Rock 97.5, and here at DWS. All right, a quick break. Back with more. Penny, for your thoughts, open line time here today. We're just uh, discussing different topics. If you have one you want to bring up, certainly you can do that. Got a couple of uh, Christmas pet peeves that are out there. I'll share those with you, too. Not mine, just some that I've read about. And whatever else is on your mind after this. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own 1025 any for your thoughts michael buble there 3569397 is how you can join us 3515357 if you want to text us adams uh, keeping a list somewhere checking it twice of uh, if you have a bumper christmas uh, song you want to hear somewhere over the next couple of weeks we'll see if we can work it in for you i guess uh, all bumper requests <laughs> Go to Adam. You can do that, 3515357. Another uh, newspaper question. Uh, maybe we should do a show with the circulation manager one day just to uh, get some of these. So why doesn't everybody get the same amount of ads in Champaign County? Uh, I'm told it has to do with the advertisers. They choose which zone they send the number of ads to, I guess, from what I understand. So that was a, a text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Don't know if you saw this. The Urbana Fire Department joins the Champaign Fire Department among the top rated in the country. The For fire departments, earning a Class 1 rating from the Insurance Service Office is the dream. This is in the uh, News Gazette today. Alberto Toledo with that. The inspections are so rigorous this year, just 305 of the more than 46,000 departments certified by the agency across the country earn that designation. Only 16 of those are in Illinois. So you're talking out of 46,000, 16 are in Illinois. Two are right here in Champaign and Urbana. The exclusive Class 1 club. In calculating its public protection rating, the ISO, the Insurance Service Office, looks at four factors. The fire department, the needed fire flow, the amount of water an engine needs to put out a fire, water supply and distribution, and emergency communications. So it's not just the fire departments that get scrutinized with a fine-tooth comb every year, but also Metcad and Illinois American Water. So congratulations. You can read all about that in the News Gazette as well today and online. 1027 here at DWS. And uh, let's go back to the uh, phones here. Jan is with us. Hi, Jan. Hi, Brian. This is Jan Whitman. Yes, ma'am. I just want I, I went to the Savoy Post Office yesterday, and I'd had kind of a hard time be getting there and all this. And when I went in, and I, I could not tell you how wonderful everybody there was, the clients or the, or the uh, tellers, and then people going by would say, oh, I can do that for you. Well, let me do this and whatever. 
And I was there probably about six minutes and caused a whole lot of commotion, but I got my package mail, and I said, Merry Christmas, and I just went out, and I said, what a wonderful experience for the small post office that I use all the time, but I just loved it. So I want to give them praise. The Savoy United States Post Office. Well, great. Was it pretty busy in there? Uh, well, you know, it was just kind of a little bit of a lull, but mm-hmm. these people were busy even coming in, and this one lady had packages. I said, oh, don't take up your time with me. Go around. I'm fine. No, she said, I can do this. And I just thought, wow, wonderful. So well, anyway, well, I just can't say enough good things about it, and well, I appreciate it this busy time of the year. Well, so, good, Jan. I appreciate okay. you sharing that. That's yeah, uh, okay. great. It's great to hear. Thank you. Yep. And uh, this is my first time ever calling. Well. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find that unusual. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you at uh, Rebounders next yes, week. Yes. I have your book Take for care. you, too. So thank no, you. Okay. Take thank care. you, Jan. God yep. bless. Bye-bye. You, you too. 356-9397. Uh, Jan Whitman, uh, her husband, worked here, Jack, for many, many years uh, here at our radio station. So we appreciate Jan calling. Yeah, always good to pass along good news about great service, right? I mean, so many people, uh, it's easy to complain about something. But uh, it's a little little trickier to, um, you know, just praise somebody for their good service. You can, you say, well, they, they should do it. That's their job, right? Well, I don't think it uh, hurts to give them a little praise. Pat on the back once in a while. Everybody can use that, right? 10.30 here at DWS. I saw a list of uh, Christmas pet peeves, and these are not mine necessarily. Uh, How about the uh, commercials? This is a pet peeve of some people. Commercials where people get a car as a present. (laughs) Yeah, just get your Lexus. It's out front with a big bow on it. I I might agree with you on that one. Who actually does that, they ask? Uh, Weird flavored candy canes. Yeah, that, that could be a problem. You know, kind of have a certain uh, expectation of what they're supposed to taste like, right? And uh, braggers. No one cares that you bought all your presents back in August. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Kaiser joins me here from the newsroom. Uh, these are pet peeves of people. Okay, okay braggers. Weird, weird flavored candy canes. Uh, commercials where people get a car as a present. Oh, you got the yeah. Lexus out front. <laughs> yeah, who, who does that? Um, I have never even been around someone who's got a car for a I couldn't afford to I couldn't afford the bow to put on it I don't think (laughs) Uh, musicians who release Christmas albums with the same eight songs everyone else has has done 10,000 times yeah write something new I don't need your spin on Rudolph (laughs) (laughs) that's classic (laughs) okay well there you go yeah Um, anyway those some Christmas uh, little mentions here 1031 here at DWS Michael Kaiser has the news headlines and we're back with more Penny, for your thoughts, and Tief Tiefenbrun from the Champaign County Humane Society joins us at the end of the show. And we'll open line time until then, back after this with the news. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Mosing our way through a Thursday. We'll have some more open line time tomorrow. We'll also hear about the ho-ho-ho run. Max Painter from MX, MX Electric will be in here to visit with us on that. Open line time right now. We're either on the phone or text or email. It's all it's all wide open here. Uh, you mentioned, a texter says on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, says you mentioned 
top-rated fire department, maybe our homeowner's insurance should give us a discount, right? <laughs> I don't know. There's a text. 3515357 is how you can uh, do that. The British Prime Minister, Theresa May, sur- managing to hold on to her job yesterday, surviving a no-confidence vote by members of her Conservative Party in Parliament amid the crisis over her Brexit deal. May lost the votes of about one-third of her party over her handling of Brexit, with some believing she didn't negotiate a clean enough break for Britain's departure from the European Union. The uh, Brexit problem remains as May's trying to make changes to the negotiated deal with the EU because the current agreement falls short of having enough support in Parliament to be approved. Britain's set to leave the EU on March 29th. And uh, Stephen Curry of the uh, Golden State Warriors says he was kidding about not believing in a moon landing. He said yesterday he was joking when he said during a recent podcast that astronauts didn't really land on the moon. He also said he'll accept an invitation NASA made for him to tour the lunar lab at the Johnson Space Center. Curry told ESPN yesterday when asked about accepting NASA's invite, 1,000%. Obviously, I was joking when I was talking on the podcast. Then I was silently protesting how silly it was that people actually took that quote and made it law as, oh my gosh, he's a fake moon landing truther, whatever you want to call it. said, I'm going to educate myself firsthand of everything that NASA's done and shine a light on their tremendous work over the years. Hopefully people understand. Curry said that education is power, informing yourself is power. For kids out there that hang on every word what we say, which is important, understand that you should not believe something just because somebody says it, you should do your homework and understand what you actually believe. So uh, Stephen Curry of the uh, Golden State Warriors, who is still one of the most unbelievable shooters. If you've never seen him play, watch a Golden State Warrior game sometime. Between him and Clay Thompson, it's like unbelievable how far out they shoot the ball. And that's what kids anymore, I mean, you look around, kids today, they're wearing Curry jerseys. All right, uh, good morning, Brian. I was at the Michael McDonald Christmas show at the Virginia Theater, Doobie Brothers uh, Theater, uh, Sunday night. It was a great show, Michael McDonald. Many Christmas songs by McDonald and his band, a lot of Doobie Brothers tunes. I've seen no review of the show in the News Gazette as of yet. That's an email from Greg. I don't know if that'll be, maybe it'll be in at the end of the week. Sometimes those reviews are like a delayed a week or so. That might be the reason. I don't know how that works. All right, uh, 3569397. We're at 1038 here at DWS. Just taking your open line uh, calls, texts, and emails today on a, a penny for your thoughts. I don't know if you saw this. An elementary school principal in Omaha, Nebraska is on administrative leave after asking teachers to not celebrate Christmas in classrooms. They're on leave now, the teacher is, a principal anyway. An internal memo included a list of Christmas-related items and activities that could not be used in class at Manchester Elementary School in Omaha. Among those that were not allowed, not acceptable, and again, she was put on uh, administrative leave after asking for this, but the not acceptable practices, including using images of Santa's or Christmas items on worksheets, trees in classrooms, elf on the shelf, singing carols, playing Christmas music, sending a scholastic book that also is a Christmas book, making ornaments as gifts, reindeer, Christmas video, movies, and other characters from Christmas movies, and a most curious not acceptable item, candy canes. 
According to Sinclair, the shape of a candy cane and its color strongly represent Christianity and Catholicism. The uh, memo was obtained by nonprofit Christian Ministry Liberty Council, which sent a letter urging the school district to reverse the ban, saying it violates the U.S. Constitution by showing hostility towards Christianity. And then on Wednesday, uh, Sinclair, the uh, principal, sent out an email to parents apologizing for any confusion. I mistakenly sent out an internal staff memo detailing what can and cannot be done in a public school surrounding the holiday season. I want to reach out and make sure our families understand what occurred and I've been done to correct the issue. I understand the information I initially provided was incorrect and sincerely apologize for any confusion or concern and negative attention that issue brought. Anyway, and then the school district said the memo sent by the principal does not represent our values. So anyway, that was found that interesting from Omaha, Nebraska. 356-9397-1041 here at DWS. We'll talk about the Humane Society here in a little bit. Uh, Jerry's with us. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Uh, I have a question concerning some videos that were made by a gentleman at the News Gazette, and uh, I'm not sure if they're for sale or not. They were concerning Monticello, the championship uh, day of uh, the football championship, and just like to get a hold of somebody at the News Gazette or find out where to go to see if we could purchase those videos. Okay. Um, let me think here. Um, if you call the main number, I think it's 3515252. Okay. And ask for Jim Rosso. Okay. And see if that if that works. All right. That, that, sh- that, that should work. If you have a problem, let me know. Okay. But All right. That, that should happen. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Appreciate it. Three five six nine three nine seven is our uh, phone number. You can text us. Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Yeah, what uh, that was? I think it's Anthony Zillis did a series of videos. Uh, one had to do with uh, behind the scenes with Monticello as they won a state title around the coach and different places uh, that they were involved with at Memorial Stadium as they won the title. It's pretty interesting. Uh, if you want to go online, I think if you could search for it online at news-gazette.com, you can probably go there and look for it there. But uh, if you call our main number, uh, you can reach out for Jim Rosso. He can certainly get you in the right direction. All right, uh, Jerry, good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Um, well, I'm well, thank good. you. And you? I'm doing good. Having fun today. Well, it sounds like it. Yeah. I've been listening for a little bit, and... I hesitate to call because when you have a good thing that's kind of a secret, you hate to share it with too many people, <laughs> and the Savoy Post Office would be one of those. It's uh, my go-to post office when I need to send packages or letters or buy postage. They are, as your previous caller, Jan, said, or an earlier caller, they're great. They are always friendly. Always have a smile. It's wonderful. Yep, I found that same experience. I used to go there a lot more when we were when our studio was located there on South Neal near Windsor. Sure, that was the easiest sure. post office to get to for me. So I I went there a lot, and uh, I sure. I can tell you it was always a great experience. Yep, I I have nothing nothing bad to say. Always always pleased when I go there. So, well, thank you, Jerry. Appreciate you that. Sure. Yep. Happy holidays. Yeah, you too. Thank you. 
Three five six nine three nine seven. A caller off air asked about the volleyball return celebration. They said uh, there will be a season celebration Sunday at one o'clock. Win or lose, and they're going to win. They're going to win win. But anyway, a season celebration Sunday at one p.m. at Huff Hall. So Sunday at one, it's open to the public. Parking lots around Huff will be open. So if you'd like to attend a season celebration. Uh, much like uh, you know, we had a big one for the men's basketball team, if you remember that, after the Final Four run there back several years ago. But uh, Sunday at 1 p.m., it's open to the public. Parking lots around Huff will be open. All right, a break. Back with more uh, as we continue here on Penny for Your Thoughts after this. Back on Penny for your thoughts. All I want for Christmas is you, right? Mariah Carey here on uh, DWS. As we, uh, you want to send in Christmas bumper requests, we'll get them in. Again, we'll do 35 seconds or so. If you want to hear one during the next couple of weeks, just let Adam know. He'll take notes. Check it twice. 1047 here at DWS. Uh, our folks over at uh, Keller Williams, we have Steve and Pam Starwalt. One of our sponsors has been with us here in the last year. We really appreciate them. If you're buying a home, Steve and Pam Starwald at Keller Williams have assembled an outstanding team of appraisers and lenders. They can walk you through the process of what can be a big change in your life. If you're looking at a state of life where downsizing is an option, Pam has completed training and earned a certificate that makes her a senior real estate specialist. The number to call to reach Steve and Pam Starwald at Keller Williams is at 217-239-7156. They are the outstanding husband and wife team at Keller Williams. They grew up locally. They know the area. You can Google Starwalt, S-T-A-R-W-A-L-T, if you can't remember the number. And sometimes it's hard to write it down fast. You're looking to sell your home or buy a home in the next two weeks or six months, we'll get a free uh, consultation with them. They can help out in every way possible. They've got a great team behind them. But you get that hands-on coverage uh, from every uh, step in the process, and it's a big, big process. You know all the paperwork you uh, have to get done there, and uh, they're willing to help you with that. So Stephen Pam Starwald, Keller Williams, give a call, 239-7156, or Google Pam or Steve or Google Starwald. All right, in the studio with us from the Champaign County Humane Society, Mary Teeth, Tiefenbrunn. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. You did? Yeah. Thank you. Everybody calls you Teeth? Yes, they do. Yeah? Is that from your childhood? Yeah, it's a family nickname. Yeah. Yeah, Grandpa Teef, yeah. Dad Teef. People used to call me Barney all the time. <laughs> I guess it's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. How are good, you? Good. How are things at the Humane Society? Things are going well. Yeah. yeah we're getting ready for the holiday season, just mm. like everybody else. Yeah. And uh, everybody at this time of year, uh, you know, it's a lot of capital campaigns, people looking for uh, for support and yes. help. And obviously the Humane Society is in that group. But uh, tell us what's going on and give us a little yeah. over, overview. Well, what we wanted to talk about today is our capital campaign, which we mm -hmm. recently launched. We we uh, went public with it at our fur ball in October. And uh, we've decided that it's it's time to upgrade our facility. The building was completed in 1988, and we have not done a major capital campaign since the 80s. So uh, we've got some uh, deferred maintenance to do, and we also need to expand a little bit and upgrade and update our facility. So how has uh, caring for all the animals out there, has that changed over the years? 
Or is it about the same? Um, it has changed over the years. Uh, a number of things have changed. One is the the uh, the whole industry, if you want to call it that, of, of animal sheltering has really grown and developed. And we have a lot more information now about how to house large groups of animals in a way that's safe, humane, and that fosters health. Um, used to be a lot of animals at uh, animal shelters, you know, they all had upper respiratory infections, they were sick all the time, and we've learned. There's been, there's been studies done now, so we know how to house animals a lot better, we know how to keep them healthy, and our facility, you know, was built before that time. So we want to upgrade our, our cages and our housing for cats, um, small animals and dogs mm-hmm. so that they have uh, a healthier stay. Uh, we already do a lot to keep them healthy. We focus a lot on behavior now that we we weren't able to in the past. Um, healthy animals, you know, psychologically are healthy animals mm-hmm. physically, and they get adopted faster. So yeah. our goal is to bring our facilities up to the, the highest standards that we can in uh, for today. We're visiting with the executive director of the uh, Champaign County uh, Humane Society. How many years have they been at that location? I mean, does it, uh, it go way Yeah, back? since 88, we've been at that location. Okay. Before that, we were at a shelter in Bondville, some people probably remember, okay. uh, which is now a, a boarding facility. Yeah. Mary Tief, uh, Tiefenbrunn Brun mm-hmm. is with us. i got to practice that. I need to pronounce her in front of me. It's like doing a game. <laughs> but uh, So uh, cats, do all, are they about equal numbers, or do you, does it go in stages? Uh, we get more cats than dogs, yeah. uh, which is also a change. Since mm-hmm. the, sh- the shelter was built, it anticipated more dogs um, than cats. So we've had mm-hmm. to convert rooms that used to be used for other things and make them cat adoption rooms. So mm-hmm. a lot of cats. You get an upsurge in... Uh, and I know people don't always recommend this, but as far as at Christmas time, do people try to give pets as gifts? Ah, uh, we don't usually see uh, an uh, well. We the the pets as gifts thing. Um, you know, we used to just sort of have a blatant, you know, no, you no, never no, do this. Yeah. But we we actually have come around to the fact that in certain situations, it's absolutely appropriate. You know, mm-hmm. if parents want to give a gift of a pet to the to the children of the family, they can make that judgment call. Um, if a spouse or, you know, in certain situations, if someone's thought about it well, it's something that's been talked about, they've prepared for it, a gift can be a really nice yeah. thing. And studies have shown that gifted animals have just as good a chance of staying in that home yeah. as others. So we, we try to be open. Yeah. Well, and that you mentioned the important part of that is having discussed it ahead of time. Yeah. You know, springing a little puppy on somebody that wasn't ready for a puppy is right. probably not a good idea. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, the, if yeah. the situation, you know, seems solid, uh, it could be, you know, what a great thing to open a, open up a box and get a little puppy. Yeah. I'd love it. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, we just we just work with people. Just. So, so as part of the capital campaign, uh, mm-hmm. kind of walk us through what how people can help. You know, what some things that are tangible that people can say, hey, I want to help you do X or Y. Yeah. Um, well, we, as I said, we've, we're sort of in the early phases. So we're still contacting some of our, our long term and steady donors and asking them if they would like to contribute to the capital campaign uh, with an extra gift. We still need uh, our annual donations to support operating expenses. So this is, this is a stretch. We're asking people to see if they can do any more on top of what they already do to support us. Um, we, uh, if you want more information about it, if you want to make a gift, um, you can certainly contact me at the, at the Humane Society. Um, phone number is 344-7297. Uh, we have our website, which also has a, a landing page with a little bit of information about the campaign. But we've got a printed brochure, and we're ready to start talking about it and start meeting with people. Um, if you want, if you send in a donation for the capital campaign, just make sure you put in the memo line that you designate that donation for the capital campaign. Anything else we need to know? 
Um, it's going to be a great project. Yeah. Uh, we're going to also uh, build an education building, which is going to be great. More dog training classes, and mm. uh, can we can expand our outreach to the community. So uh, it's going to be exciting, and we're really looking forward to it. Well, it's a great place, and uh, I know people, sometimes you go in, you're, if you're looking for a pet, you're not sure what you want. I mean, the the pets are always excited to see you, right? <laughs> yes, the they dogs are. <laughs> and everything. Uh, it can be a little scary sometimes. You go in, but yeah. uh, I think once you get in there and you, you see a lot of great pets. Yes, we have adoption. a lot of great animals, and our adoption staff is really friendly, and they're happy to show you around and, and try to find out what kind of pet you're looking for or what you expect from your dog or cat. People have different different desires maybe they want a high energy one maybe they want a couch potato we'll help you figure out which pet's going to meet your expectations yeah it's always great to get to know the animals right I mean, yeah in your position it's great yeah. when i have time to do that yeah i was gonna say <laughs> sometimes you're probably busy doing other yeah, things. yeah very too. busy doing other things but but i try to get it get a chance to you know yeah. hold some puppies and kittens every now and then well good to see you thank, thank you for you. coming by thank you i appreciate it all good right luck with this all right thanks a lot right. great to be very here very good all right back with more after this on penny all right uh glad that uh, teeth was able to come in Stephen Brunn with us here for a, a short time. We'll have her on her again a little further uh, once they get into their um, capital campaign and we'll flesh it out a little more. I know that was just kind of a quick uh, hitter there, and um, we appreciate her coming by for a few minutes. But uh, we can get her on again at some point in the new year and uh, talk a little more about the Humane Society and all they do. She's got a brochure here that she left, so give them a call or help them out if you're uh, so inclined. Uh, if you're so inclined to help with the Carl Salvation Army Toy Drive, you can do that. Drop off uh, toys or monetary donations anytime at any uh, through tomorrow at any Carl location here in Champaign-Urbana. Uh, drop off toys or monetary donations. Also, you can stop by the uh, Windsor location, Carl Clinic on Windsor and Urbana. Easily drive through and drop off toys or monetary donations between 4 and 6 today. Scott Beatty will be out there. Ed Bond, the famous Ed Bond, will be out there. Uh, if you want to make an online donation, you can do that. I know a lot of people are um, coming at you at different directions with a lot of different, uh, a lot of great work being done. Whether it's with the animals at the Humane Society or um, serving the needy or helping with toys for kids, and uh, I mean, there's just a lot of great places you can help. So plug in somewhere. If you can't uh, stop by, you're saying, "Well, I'm too busy to do all that. I don't, I don't know what a kid wants." Uh, you just go online, make a monetary donation. Carl.org or go to the WDWS Facebook page if uh, you would like to do that. All right, uh, 1059, Jane asking about is it true as to become a no-kill shelter? And I'm sorry, Jane, she left the studio, so uh, we'll ask her that next time she's on or maybe re bring that question back to the front uh, when we have her on again and when we have a little more time for her in the uh, near future. All right, I think I got to all the texts. I think I got to all the emails, as far as I can tell. And uh, we'll do this again tomorrow. We'll just uh, kick around some more things, more open-line topics tomorrow. We'll tell you about the ho-ho-ho run. Santa will be around tomorrow morning as well. Here as we work our way to Christmas, final few days. What are we at, 12 days? 11 days? 12 days of Christmas, right? Here on this uh, 13th of December. Glad you're with us, and enjoy the volleyball coverage tonight, both online with Scott Ritchie. We talked to him a little bit. Dave Lone with a play-by-play -play television broadcast. Going to be a fun night. Let's go Illini. Let's beat those Huskers again. 
as they did earlier this year. That's it for me. Thanks to Adam Austin for all his production work and to our guests and to you for being with us. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, 11 o'clock. Talk to you tomorrow.